This is Julie Dolan. This is Liz Dolan. This is Sheila Dolan. This is Monica Dolan. This is Leanne Dolan. News, talk, and laughs. We tackle the world. One tackle the world. One cup of coffee at a time. You're listening to Satellite Sisters to go. Satellite Sisters to Satellite Sisters to go. I'm yours. Open up your mind. Listening to Satellite Sisters to Go, Leon and Sheila here today in the Los Angeles studio with a special guest. Jules Asner is joining us. Hi, Jules. Welcome to Satellite Sisters. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Well, it's great for us to have a guest, and Sheila and I enjoy just being on the show by ourselves, don't we? we Without do. those three other sisters, you looked the... a little lonely though when I walked in. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought maybe just two of you. <laughs> no, we're okay. This okay. is the 90210. We like it. We really like it, don't we, Leon? <laughs> We'd like to thank Vtech Phones for their support of. Satellite Sisters, they support us, so we ask you to support them. You are listening to one of our special editions. As you know, all week we're talking to some of our favorite authors of the best beach bag book series that we do every year on Satellite Sisters. Jules Asner has written a fantastic, just unexpected, kind of shocking, satirical, sexy novel about Los Angeles. You know, Jules, she, um, at one point, did you do every show on E-Entertainment? I did just about, yeah. it was 24 hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all Jules, all the time. They were going to change the name of it to Jay. Yeah. Just Jay, but not. Even and then better. you decided, no. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. Okay, so now Jules is a novelist. How does that feel to hear me say that? You're a novelist. It's exciting. It's really strange and and exciting. Um, and I had mentioned before that, you know, I worked for a long time on the book and I finished it a couple of years ago and to have it actually come out now and people know it is really strange because I feel like I finished it a while ago mm-hmm. and talking about it and talking about the feelings that went into writing in the darkness is, um, a different experience. Yeah. The book is the story of a television producer in Los Angeles. She works on like a CSI type crime show. So she's really into sort of dark crime scene things. And she has a series of dating and romantic disasters. <laughs> uh, her boyfriend leaves her for the woman in the red Mercedes. Oh, that and hurt. Then she mm-hmm. plunges dark into the world of, of online dating, just like Sheila. That's right. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and there's some really, really unexpected twists in this book. You we, told me there would be a twist. I was just, I fell off away? the cozy couch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, it was like, oh, oh my gosh, wow, you know. But it was okay, the twist, right? Oh, it was you totally fine with okay. It. okay. I was totally fine with it. I totally understood it. Okay. Yeah. Now, Jules, it, it kind of says a lot about you. I mean, did you have this sort of dark experience dating in Los Angeles before you met your husband? I had the worst dating experiences and the inspiration behind the book was one breakup, one terrible breakup I had where I found out the guy was cheating on me and how I found out was so terrible and it was nine or ten years ago kind of right when you know everybody started getting a cell phone you started just having your first email account and so just communicating in that way with somebody you were dating was new then mm-hmm. I mean, right. forget now and he communicated with me that way that's how we started emails Uh and little texts and things like that so I had a feeling in my real life that he was cheating and I went about trying to find out if it was true and it was true did you you snooped you you, I snooped right because it's a lot of snooping in the book yeah which I appreciate (laughs) (laughs) no because I I mean what is it I mean I think all women have that have that need or that tendency to just snoop around a little bit well I think we have the quest for knowledge and we want to just know just to be sure (laughs) to be sure to be reassured right now distance and time and a better relationship and time working on myself I now know that you can't go looking you can't do that 
You can't do that. You really can't. <laughs> well, like I don't do it now because I feel like you go yeah. looking. You'll always find something in some communication. You know, you can always read something into something now. How We're talking long? about Jules Asner's book, Whacked. I think I might have actually forgotten to say the title, which is a fantastic title and a great cover, Whacked. Um, I mean, just describe some of the snooping techniques in the book, because Danny, the TV producer, this is what she does for her job. She researches right. things and looks up true crimes, and yet she also engages in some crimes herself when she's sort of digging up information on her boyfriend. It doesn't seem illegal. It just seems like one thing leads to another. Yeah. And as you said, she writes and um, solves mysteries on the show, so she becomes somewhat obsessed about solving this and figuring this out. And she feels like, well, I know him well enough to know if he was going to choose a password, you know... Loves his dog. I know what his nickname for his, you know, private parts are. Maybe I'll try that. Men aren't too hard to figure out. So and good. Yeah, so that's good. so good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it started with the drive-bys, the which drive-bys. all women do. Everybody's done the drive-by. Right. When they say they're going to be out and you do the drive-by and you can see the TV's on, you know, you can maybe kind of see it's not a sporting event, so mm-hmm. he's not with a guy. It's a movie. You know, is his car parked there? Is there another car parked with his car? Right. And the drive-bys are not easy in Los Angeles. In your book, Whacked, it's, you know, you're driving up the canyons and (laughs) and the the mountains. Sheila has a hard time with those windy roads. Even now with the drive-bys, gas is so expensive. (laughs) You really have to want to drive by if you're going to drive by. That's right, Jules. It's so true. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the drive-bys and then led to just the snooping, breaking into his email account. And, I mean, just one thing led to another, like mm-hmm. you said. And one of the things really happened to me where I went over to my boyfriend's house and he told me he had a guy friend that was having a really tough time and needed to hang out, oh. this struggling writer friend. And I went over the next morning or afternoon and I put my keys where I always do, where he put his wallet. And I could see just – and it wasn't even a snooping thing. I could see just flat out there was you know a receipt from dinner for you know $175 – from I think it was Angelini Osteri right here, you know, like a nice restaurant, and I and I just kind of just saw it when I was putting my keys down, and then I looked a little closer and I realized, oh, it was from last night when he said he was at his friend's having pizza on a Saturday night, not with me because his friend was having such a tough time. <laughs> <laughs> but guys do that; they leave their receipts around all the time, I don't think, they? Know we're snooping. I think they're not. Okay, some of us aren't. Yeah. <laughs> Say male friends of mine that have read the book are right. totally freaked out now. Right? Oh, yeah, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah, I mean, um, a friend of mine, John Ferreter, he said he goes, "I never." He goes, "I'm single and I won't get out of the car without clearing all calls received, mm-hmm. clearing all calls made, because that's a great thing <laughs> to to look through somebody's call log on their phone and see who are they calling. You know, if, if a guy is calling someone at one a.m. for forty-five minutes and you call that number and it's a chick's voice on right. the voicemail, that's not a good sign. No. <laughs> that's what they do. They call them in the middle of the night, Leanne. Okay. You can see how long no, they I've been married for, for 15 oh, years. Oh, been lucky. Yeah. That's fantastic. She doesn't know. She doesn't know you what we've know. been through. Yeah. <laughs> she really doesn't. Now, where does uh, where does Jules stop and Danny start, though? Danny is the producer in, in the show. I mean, obviously a first novel, there is a lot of yeah. biographical information there, autobiographical stuff. But then... You must have had fun just taking off with it. I I did. And, you know, I have to be honest. There's a lot of me in the book. And as I've done more interviews, I realize maybe I should stop saying that. <laughs> um, but, but there definitely is a lot of me or just, you know, I might not have done everything in the book, but I think I felt everything. Mm-hmm. I felt that frustration, the anger and just desperation of, you know, I'm losing this. I don't know how. I don't understand. 
and uh, that's that was, you know, that's one of the reasons I wanted to start writing. And then after a certain point, I realized, you know, I was to think about those memories was putting a lot of energy into it, and I was over it. Right. Okay. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I've been married for years, and to think back at like probably one of the worst times, and again, m- myself doing not my best things. Right. Right. And I just realized I was over it, and I didn't want to put more energy into it. And then I just thought I got to finish it. Now, has the old boyfriend read it? Have you oh, heard yeah. from him? Oh, have yeah. We, do we have we oh, had contact? What's the deal? Um, he has read it, and he sent me a cease and desist letter. Oh, jewels. <laughs> no, um, I've had a few boyfriends. They all think this is how, how, how funny is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. had phone calls from three guys who all think it's all about them. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> And it's really mostly about just one, but three guys all see themselves in every moment of it, which I think is funny, just what they're about. But they think it's all about them. Right, because I was wondering if your boy, her boyfriend in the story and all the subsequent guys that she dated were conglomerates of the men that you dated or just... Were they really just single guys? They that- were really just individual. Oh, Jules, they were all, you're really laying yeah. it out there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking to Jules Asner. Her book, Whacked, is a novel. It's out now. You can find out more information at SatelliteSisters.com. It's part of our Best Beach Bag Books series, and uh, along with a bunch of other books. You can go to our website to find out more about it. Um, the other big character in the book, besides the evil ex-boyfriends, is really Hollywood. And this is kind yeah. of an area that you mm-hmm. know well after years of entertainment reporting. Your husband is a movie director, Steven Soderbergh. So he's even in the book. Just briefly, briefly, <laughs> I know, briefly. it's cute. Yeah. Yes. It's a fun, it's a fun <laughs> wink to him. But have you had any Hollywood uh, celebrities recognize themselves in the book? Well, nobody so far. I mean, the book's only been out a couple weeks. Right. And, um, and they don't read, right? No. <laughs> they have readers. They have people read for them. Okay. It's funny because in the media, they picked up a couple of the people in the book and I said to Stephen I go people are saying you know and he goes oh you wrote that (laughs) I go yeah I go don't you remember you read the first draft he goes oh yeah and I go well I don't care it's how I feel and it's how a lot of people feel (laughs) and um, if they have anything to say about it they can call me just a couple things just a little a couple things about Angelina just a couple little things and I think all women have thought it right okay I I agree and that's it it is what makes the book so sharp and so smart it's just really um, a book that both Sheila and I just kind of devoured very quickly because it's kind of a mystery Mm -hmm. it's very compelling and and yet it doesn't fall into a lot of traps that sometimes other female women That's right. So no, I, no I agree. It's got, a, a, it's got an edge underneath it, which I like. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. More with Jules Asner when we come back later on in the show. Jules is going to use some of her expertise as an entertainment reporter who found the one uh, to uh, give advice to our sister Sheila as a, a lesser entertainment reporter looking for the one. Stay with us. We're the Satellite Sisters. You're listening to Satellite Sisters To Go, brought to you by VTech. Hi, this is Monica, and I love my brand new VTech decked phone. And it really does have superior range and clarity. Now, Sheila and Leon, you know I am not a cell phone user. That is an understatement, Monica. (laughs) Uh, Very few people know my cell phone number, and I'm not even sure what that number is. So I am so dependent on my home phone for everything. I use it to chat with mom almost every day. My satellite sisters call me on my home phone. 
And it's not just Liz and Leon, but my friends that I consider my satellite sisters. I call you sometimes to find out when the paycheck was uh, <laughs> entered into our checkbooks, right? Yes, you do, Sheila. That's uh, about every two weeks. But what I love about this VTech cordless phone is the clarity and range is so superior to the other cordless phone I had. That old model, I mean, I was constantly adjusting the volume up and down and saying things like, can you hear me now? And it never Never worked outside. And what I love about this new VTech cordless phone is I can be outside doing yard work and I can keep my phone with me because, you know, I don't want to miss a call. Question as my fellow lab rat, what was your methodology and what were you looking for? How do you know that the clarity and range is better? Sheila, I think you'd be very proud of me because I conducted a test this week. My best friend called me and I said, can you just hang with me? I walked outside into my backyard and I patrolled the entire perimeter. I went to the outer reaches of my backyard. And I have to tell you, that phone call was crystal clear. (laughs) It was amazing. It was a huge difference. And I love the fact that it has such a slim design. I could just stick it in the pocket of my jacket. So I'm anticipating that I'm going to be getting a lot more yard work done. Two paws up for the VTech cordless phone. VTech cordless phones designed to fit your home and your life. Listening to Satellite Sisters to Go. This is our Best of Peach Bag book series. For more information on Jules Asner and her book Whacked, you can go to SatelliteSisters.com. A list of all the books that we've mentioned in the Beach Bag book series are there at SatelliteSisters.com. And your chance to win a great beach bag from Oregon Chai filled with great books. And uh, Oregon Chai, we just want to know what are your best beach bag books for the summer. Uh, you can email us at SatelliteSisters.com. All right, Sheila, you related to the character of Danny, the TV producer, just particularly her food oh, items. Oh, I love the food items. <laughs> and just, you know, being at home and eating. I mean, you mentioned before that we both devoured this book. Mm-hmm. Devour is a good word for what Danny does during the novel. As she discovers, you know, her boyfriend's cheating, as she's going on these awful dates, she kind of goes home and decides, you know, what she's going to eat. And I love your list. It was lean cuisine, mm-hmm. you know, a pink berry, yes, Starbucks, um, and, and, and your marshmallow couch I'm very curious about because uh, her her marshmallow couch I meant <laughs> because I have a cozy couch at home. Really? What color is it? Well, it's blue. blue? It's like a slate blue. It's a foam couch from <laughs> IKEA. Now, okay. what's the deal with the marshmallow couch? The marshmallow couch was the most expensive thing I'd ever bought. Oh, it was expensive. It was expensive. It was from Shabby Chic. Oh. Back when back when Shabby Chic was chic. Yeah. Oh. And okay. it was green corduroy and it was gorgeous. Oh, so you just disappeared in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, hence the marshmallow. It was my first grown-up piece of furniture I ever bought. Right, but I love Yeah, but you, I mean you mentioned a lot of products and places in the book which I I identify with. I got to get my hands on that Greek 
uh, sunscreen. Oh, yeah, Anthelios. That's not, yeah. Oh, that's Anthelios? Anthelios, yeah. Do I get that on regular Amazon? or? You know, I think <laughs> it used to be that you couldn't buy it in the United States because it has a special ingredient that was not FDA-approved Minexorol, or I believe okay, that's what it's called, so but you it know is now FDA-approved. Sorry, yes. This, this is what I like, Leanne. I like all the products in the book, and you don't, you're not shy about it. You know, you just say it right. right. Like the, It's just great. <laughs> you know, one of the other aspects of the book that struck me, too, was just portrayal of some of the women in Los Angeles with the yeah. plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. You have a great description, like their faces are melting or something. It looks like their faces are just melting off. Well, it's funny walking around in your studios in beautiful Beverly Hills, but walking around here, you know, you look at people, and I don't really ever see a great example of plastic surgery. You just see the bad examples. And I just turned 40 a few months ago, and so you become so aware of, I'm fighting this clock, and but then you look at these disfigured faces and you think, like, am I going to become a part of this cult? Because you're uh, you know, you, everybody talks about it. Everybody right. gets Botox or injections or whatever, and you feel yourself being sucked towards the Death Star. Right. And you're not <laughs> sure. You know, you're fighting this. and um, It yeah. is true. When you go to other parts of the – you don't realize how many women have had plastic yeah. surgery until right. you leave Los Angeles. And you're like, well, these women look perfectly fine and normal. What You just – you lose perspective here because it seems like everybody has gotten something done. And also, it's Los Angeles – Worsely, because I moved to New York a few years ago. I remember coming back here and going to my favorite place for sushi with my girlfriend. And at a certain point, I started looking around. And I was like, everybody in here looks like a porn star. Yeah. Right. Like, everybody does. Everybody is orange, sprayed, and the breasts, and the right. hair. And right. the whole, they all started kind of changing about three or four years ago. Just, I guess, this the beauty has the, whatever is supposed to be the norm for beauty has changed here. Well, I, I, we I, fought it, right, Leanne? <laughs> well, you've indulged in the spray on tan. I have I for special that. events. I have too. Special I events, have, right, Jules? I have, yes. yes. <laughs> but I think Dancing with the Stars has just taken the spray on tan <laughs> to a new level yeah. now. Yeah. So. I call them Orangina's. <laughs> That's a good name. Yeah. Now, the book does have a dramatic twist, which mm-hmm. we're going to try hard. We're not going to no. give it away. No, no, because no. Because it, it's, it's what makes it a best beach bag book pick because it's just so unexpected. Expected. Um, did you try out several endings? Did you, was that like always where you were headed? Or when you started writing, did that come to you? It, it, it did come, come to me. I didn't know how it was going to end. And what I basically wanted the book to be is that Danny is a good person that does bad things, mm-hmm. be it snooping or doing whatever she can to get ahead at work. And, you know, good people do do bad things. And I think there is a very fine line, especially nowadays, you know, when did you ever feel like you were just out of, you were like out of control? You could just do something crazy. This morning on the way to work. Exactly. Actually, I was a little yeah. out of control. You know, you, you're, even here, you're in traffic, you're frustrated. Sometimes yeah. you think like, I'm going to get out of my car and maybe go knock on that guy's door. But you know you shouldn't. And right. you don't. Right. But sometimes if you do feel like I should, well, first of all, I'll never get out of my car. (laughs) (laughs) I know that. But um, I think sometimes I think it is a fine line. And I think she just steps over that line. Well, a woman scorned will step over (laughs) the line. I mean, you know, that's the famous quote. And this is what this is about. That's exactly right, Sheila. Now, have you sold the movie rights? Not yet. But some people have called just recently. So. It's funny. I wasn't sure if it's a movie or if it's a TV show, like a TV show and a show about working on um, oh. a show like that. I would like to see the movie up on the big screen. How yeah. about you, Leanne? <laughs> I, I would enjoy seeing who do you see in the title role? Seeing the movie, too. Oh, I'd like to see um, Claire. What's her face? Claire Danes? Claire Danes. Claire Danes. Oh, Claire Danes. I think would be a good choice. I you think. know who I like? I like Kristen Davis. 
Oh, oh that is a good choice. I've always liked her. I think she's age appropriate, you know, because it's some, you know, really is somebody maybe mid thirties, uh-huh. and um, she's good. She's a, yes, you yes. see it, you know. I think right. I think she'd be fun, and everybody else says, "Oh, what about Julia Roberts or Reese Witherspoon or Jennifer Garner?" I'm like, "Yes, yeah. okay, yeah, 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 yeah we're fine too." But they get a lot of roles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> they do. I mean, come on. Give Kristen Davis a chance. <laughs> now, what are you going to do next? Or what are you going to do now? Um, well, I'm working on my second novel. Okay. Good for you. And yeah. it's still, it's L.A. based. It's about a murder. And it's called Shiny Eyes. Oh. What is it with yeah. the murder thing? Now, is this something you've been fascinated yeah, with? Yeah, it's something I've always been fascinated with. You know, I come home at night. You know, it's like, what's on? I'm like, let's watch murder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> watch all those shows, you know, forensic files. And I, I actually started my journalism career um, at a college at Hard Copy, this tabloid TV show. And one of the things I did was find all these crazy stories for them to do. Be oh, a, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I used to read, you know, a few hundred local newspapers a week to find, you know, you know tragic murders oh, or just crazy right. stories. So I've always had an interest. Oh, Jules, you know, I didn't yeah, realize yeah. that. Oh, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> no, about you. <laughs> no, I mean I can talk about the John Bonet murder case. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, okay. but we won't. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's just a great little. It's a great niche. Mm-hmm. You know, the sort of you don't often have like women in their thirties as a lead character in a crime novel. She's such a like a modern, relevant character, mm-hmm. Danny, and yet she has this side of her. That now I see is in you too. Well, just a little. Oh. <laughs> but I'm, I know you're glad we're seated across from each other. <laughs> I'm not worried, okay. Sheila. No, Sheila. no. <laughs> she's here to help me. I don't know about you. <laughs> All right, Jules Asner's novel is called Whacked. It's part of our Best Beach Bag Book series. We're going to take a break. Then Jules is going to be back to help Sheila. Speaking of whacked, uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, it was in the obvious joke uh, with some dating advice on dating in LA. Stay with us. We're the Satellite Sisters. Satellite Sisters to go. Leanne Dolan here in Los Angeles with my sister Sheila. Our guest today is Jules Asner. She's the author of a great new novel called Whacked. Uh, and she is an entertainment reporter, former entertainment mm-hmm. reporter for E! Entertainment Television. Yes. And Jules, you are the perfect person to counsel our sister Sheila, who is a Satellite Sisters entertainment reporter. Award winning, mm-hmm. by the way, Jules. Great. Just so, I'm, just okay. so you know. Uh, sometimes <laughs> Thank you very much. She has been on the red carpet, and one time she even talked to somebody 
on the red carpet. Very funny, Liam. <laughs> Who was it? Well, no, I talked to many people. You did, actually. I talked to George Clooney. Yeah, she did just seize up with Ang Lee, though. Jules. I did. I melted. He, there's not a lot there. No. I've interviewed no. him. Oh, oh really? Okay. I've oh. oh, no, there's not a lot okay, there. Yeah. Okay, you make me feel bad. I gave yeah. him a lollipop, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. But today, Jules is here to give Sheila some real dating advice on maybe finding the one. Right. Well, this is my summer of love. I don't know if you've heard, Jules. I have heard. This is a big summer for you. This is a big summer. And basically, I'm sort of going against everything everyone's told me. You know, just wait. Let the guy come to you. Leave it up to fate. I've left it up to fate for a long time. Mm -hmm. And so I've been, I was married. I've been divorced for 12 years. I lived in New York. Now, I lived in New York. I'm used to a guy, like, calling me up taking me out to dinner. No, that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> People don't go on dates. People hang out. Okay. I found this out. There's No, no one's going to ask someone to go on a date. They want to know if you want to hang out. That's the new term. Right. Yeah. Or a guy will ask for your digits at the car wash. Like the first time that happened to me in LA, I was like, first of all, what are digits? <laughs> and secondly, I'm not going to give you my phone number. So I decided to take control of the situation. So for 90 days, I'm going out. I have an internet profile up. Mm-hmm. I am, I've scheduled some dates. I'm also, you know, asking my friends, you know, is there anyone nice I can date? I'm ready. You know, this is the thing. And I, I'm not, you know, I've had the bad dates. I've mm-hmm. done all that. I am going back now with fresh eyes and a good attitude and some cute outfits, and I want to find the one. That sounds great. Now, I want to ask you, you said you've been divorced for 12 years. Right. How long have you been this dry spell of not half of a two? Well, um, I, I did have some relationships, okay. but they weren't really... As Lee and well, Lee. they were with gay men, so that's... <laughs> oh, yeah, um, we've all got those. Right. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, she yeah. got a lot of good cashmere sweaters. So it has been a few years. It has been a few years. Okay. And um, so, you know, and I live in L.A. Mm, I know tough, you do... Tough, Very, very tough town. And I'm willing to date younger men, men my age, and a little bit older, mm-hmm. but not too much older. So any advice off the bat, like... Where, how, when? First of all, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> oh. it is awful. I mean, only because, I mean, I'm, I've been single. I've had every terrible date in the world. I've, the, the times I've fixed girlfriends up, they've gone horribly, horribly oh, really? wrong. And I've gotten blowback about, I've gotten a lot of, um, I would say, I, I used to always say Starbucks. Because I feel like if a guy's at Starbucks between 7 and 9.30 a.m., that's a good sign. If he's hanging out in a Starbucks after 9.30, that means he doesn't have a job. All right. So, yeah, that's a good point. And I'm so glad the writer's strike is over because it was a terrible time for the economy and so many people. <laughs> but th- listen, that would have been a great time for you. I saw them <laughs> you at my could, Starbucks. You couldn't, no, you could have gone out to the picket line because, look, they don't have a job now, but oh. they do have a job, obviously. Oh. That would have been a great time. And it would have been like shooting ducks in a barrel because oh, they were all in one Jules, place. I missed it. And they were emotionally vulnerable. You know, it would be like a guy. <laughs> going to see Sex in the City, all those women emotional with a Cosmo in them. Right. That, would, that was your opportunity. Again, it was a terrible time for Hollywood. Um, but, but it, was, it would have been it, a good time I think for a you. lot of people hooked up because of it. On the line. Oh, oh, Jules, yeah, on the really? picket line. All right, so maybe uh, some. Well, There's an actor strike looming, so you could just yeah. put that on your on your well, list. That's right. Terrible. I mean, I've done. You know, I joined a Masters swim team, but you know that didn't work out because the guys are underwater the whole time. <laughs> you know, it's just it just has not been fruitful. Okay, now 
I'm just going to put this out there. How do you feel about Gun Club? I feel very badly about okay, that. Okay, all right. That, wanted, I, somebody suggested that to me. There's a Beverly Hills Gun Club, and they said, you know, you could go with a gun. And I go, really? You read my book. Do you think <laughs> I should have access to firearms? <laughs> but somebody suggested the Gun Club. But I understand. Now, have your single women friends found any luck on the internet? Because that's my main source right now. Um, a couple friends, but it sounds like the guys they met after even you know a few hookups or dates just wanted to keep it open. Oh, keep it open. open. Oh, wait. I did think of one good thing okay, that I good, used to do. Good. Get some golf clubs, even if you don't play golf. Oh. No, and go. It's the putting green, you know? Oh, yeah. The driving range. I've heard no, this. You can be not good. And, you know, men, they want to come up and act like they're going to help yes, you. Yes, yes. And golf clubs are not cheap, mm. which <laughs> means, you know, they've done something to get the golf clubs not not. Not looking out for money, but I'm just saying. No, no, just, no. We're looking out for money. But you don't just, like, find them on the side of the street. I mean, a guy to have his own golf club. Yeah, no, he has a job. Yeah. And so, he needs a car to get to the golf the right. range. I think yeah. that's an excellent, excellent place to That's here. actually golf, that's, right yeah. that's on driving range. Is I think good. there's one in Rancho. Uh, Cucamonga. No, not Cucamonga. <laughs> closer than Cucamonga. There's no, a I'm great sure one in one. Studio City on Whitsett. Okay. All right. Golfing. All right. Golfing is good. Now, can I ask how... You met your husband? Did you meet him at a party or something? No, I didn't meet him at a party. Um, I met him through a friend, kind of. We just had an initial meeting. I didn't think... It wasn't a setup. No. Oh, no. It wasn't a setup. Do setups ever work? I don't think so. I think there's too much pressure. All right. I think there's too much pressure. and No one's setting me up on anything, so that's all right. (laughs) And it was funny. When I went on my first date with my husband, he talked about dating, and he said, he goes, well, I feel that... You know, a great place to, you know, to meet someone is at a dinner party because, you know, they want to fix you up, but it's like a neutral ground and you can both come. And I go, yeah, I don't get invited to dinner parties. Right. Right. <laughs> right. But apparently he did at the time. Right. Yeah. My sister Liz gets invited to dinner parties. She not does. Me. Yeah. All the yeah. time. Uh, <laughs> she really does. Yeah. Now, how long did you date your husband, Steven Soderberg, before you married him? We dated for two years and we got married on the two-year anniversary. Oh, so that's we, nice. And we've been married for five years. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. very nice. All it's right. Nice. Did it's, you it's know work, right away? Did nice. you know right away? I really liked him. I really did. It, w- it was just very strange because when he did end up calling, I wasn't surprised. I didn't expect it, but I was surprised. Like, I remember thinking about him and thinking he was nice and not a jerk. That well, was that's the, yeah. right. I want a normal guy. And I felt you, like, you know what that means. Just somebody normal. Right. Somebody that treats people <laughs> with has regard for people. And because yes. he was successful and at the time, this was right around traffic and Aaron Brockovich and he was up for the Oscar and then he won. You would think somebody like that would be full of themselves and he was a nice person right see that's the thing i have met guys that have no job and no car and they're totally full of themselves right you know that is my experience that's true Mm -hmm. you have right yes yes you have (laughs) and so i'm going to end that i just want to meet someone nice who's got some humility Mm -hmm. who has a job who likes me that's really important well yes and you're a lovely person thank you and i think you want you want somebody to be with on sunday nights i don't care about friday and saturday night dates people talk about that it's the sunday night when you know you're single yes that hurts because everybody's home watching tv yes. with somebody and if you're not half of a two and you're alone that's the worst when you're eating your that's lean cuisine. the lean cuisine and the <laughs> king fairy with three toppings yeah yeah <laughs> on the marshmallow couch that's yes. you go, go for that <laughs> go for the extra topping all right on and then night. we just have to ask do you know anyone you can fix your life with i know you said <laughs> oh, oh work, yeah yeah no we're well, all you just you know, break your rules Sheila's too shy to ask well george clooney is newly single i i oh. didn't want to say it. are you good pals with him i'm 
friends with him. He's a very good friend with my husband. I'm friendly with him. All right. Okay. Um, he's sadly in Lake Como for the summer. Oh, Lake Como. Darn Are you it. going there later? No. no. <laughs> Stop it. I'm not going to Lake Como this summer. I decided not to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, that's the only single guy that comes to mind. Oh, And all he right. is the fam- most famous movie star in the world. No, it's okay. I know who yeah. he is. Yeah. Um, does great right. charity work. Yes. Yes, he does. He doesn't just think about himself. No. Oh. Well, maybe when he comes back to <laughs> town in the fall. <laughs> yes. something out. We'll invite him to the studio. You should have him come on. <laughs> Talk. Let's invite him on. That's good a good idea. Oh, that's he'll never he'll never suspect. <laughs> <laughs> never suspect. Well, Jules, thank you so much for joining us thank today. You both. On I Satellite had a lot of fun. Thank you. It has been great to meet you. We so enjoyed your book, Whacked. If you haven't read it yet, pick it up. Excellent. You will enjoy this in your beach bag this summer. Uh, it's it's smart and it's sharp and it just has an unexpected ending and uh, all kinds of good things. I look forward to the second one. Get okay. to work. Uh, all right, <laughs> I'm gonna leave right now. Where's my pad? paper. <laughs> We're the Satellite Sisters. Thanks for joining us today. For more information on our best beach bag books or how you can win your own beach bag full of books, go to SatelliteSisters.com. All right, everybody have a good day. Thank mm-hmm. you, Leanne. And don't forget, call your Satellite Sister. Satellite Sister.